BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the updates on the great writers we have coming up over the next few weeks. And if you want to see photos of the studio and the cocktails getting made, check out my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please leave a comment. I want to hear about the writers you want to hear on this show. I've been getting a lot of great booking ideas from you guys. Welcome to Dedicated with Doug Brunt. You have just gained access to an exclusive insider's look at the lives and works of some of your favorite authors and hear conversations with the world's greatest writers as they discuss their writing lifestyle, creative process, latest work, and behind-the-scenes revelations. Welcome to a special episode of Dedicated. I'm your host, Doug Brunt. Today we have some breaking news and also a recap of season one. So first to the news. There's a reason I'm taking a few months off from this show this summer, which is that I have a new book coming out. This one is my first nonfiction book. It's narrative nonfiction, sort of like a David Grant or Eric Larson style of book. And it's about Rudolf Diesel. The name of the book is The Mysterious Case of Rudolf Diesel. And he invented the diesel engine, which he first showed to the world in 1897. So I'll give you the quick tease of the book. September 29, 1913, less than a year before the outbreak of World War I, Rudolf Diesel is traveling on an overnight passenger ferry from Belgium to Britain. And at some point during the night, when he's crossing the North Sea, he disappears. And in the morning, they hold the ship at sea for a search. And they can't find him. They find only his hat and his coat neatly folded on the deck of the ship, under the rail by the stern in the back of the ship. And he's disappeared. So newspapers and people around Europe and America begin to speculate about how he died. Some think it was an accident, that he fell over the rail in the night, maybe he was sleepwalking. Others think it might have been suicide, that he jumped off the ship in the night. And other newspapers speculate that it might have been murder, and they identify two suspects. One is Kaiser Wilhelm II, the emperor of Germany. And the reason they think that Germany and the Kaiser might have been involved is that Germany and Britain were in a massive naval arms race at this time. The nationalism and militarism at the turn of this century in Europe was at a peak. And the two countries, Germany and Britain, were edging closer to war. And in the years just prior to 1913, the diesel engine had emerged as the only possible engine for the submarine or the U-boat. And the navies of every major power in Europe were scrambling for diesel power. And Rudolf was still the main expert in this technology, which is still very new. And the reason for his trip across the North Sea was that he was going to the founding of a brand new diesel engine manufacturing company in Great Britain, whose purpose was to build diesels for the Royal Navy submarine program. So understandably, the the Kaiser would be angry. The other suspect was the founder of Standard Oil and the world's richest man, 
John Rockefeller. And he found the diesel engine also to be a threat because he had just lost the kerosene market for revenues to the electric light bulb. Standard Oil, which was founded in 1870, all the early money that Standard Oil made from 1870 to the turn of the century was from kerosene for illumination. Gasoline was a, a waste byproduct that was a nuisance that they tossed away. But by the early 1900s, the electric light bulb, largely pioneered by Thomas Edison, had replaced kerosene illumination. So Rockefeller had just lost his whole revenue model off of kerosene and was now counting on the combustion engine and gasoline for future revenue. But the diesel engine didn't need petroleum or gasoline. It could run on vegetable oil or peanut oil. And that's true even to this day. Just a few years ago, Willie Nelson, the musician, was traveling on a, an American tour, on, and his tour bus was powered by diesel, as is every bus and every truck and every train, by the way. He was traveling on his tour bus, and the engine he fueled with recycled kitchen grease. So he was an advocate of the diesel engine, thinking that he didn't want nations to have to fight wars around the world for energy. So today, everyone knows the word diesel. You pass it every day at a filling station or on a train or a truck or a car. But the history of the man Rudolf Diesel has been scrubbed and deliberately scrubbed for reasons you'll learn in this book. He's one of the most fascinating figures of the 20th century. And this book will expand your perspective of the last hundred years. I spent the last four years doing research in archives around Europe and America. And this book not only lets you get to know Rudolf Diesel, but it solves the mystery of what happened to him. And it's crazier than, than you can imagine. Jay Winnick, uh, he wrote an early review of the book, and he wrote, Equal parts Walter Isaacson and Sherlock Holmes, the mysterious case of Rudolf Diesel yanks back the curtain on the greatest caper of the 20th century in this riveting history. So please check it out. Pre-orders are huge for writers, and I promise you'll be happy you did. We tried to make it real easy for you. We pasted the link to go to the order page in the episode description. So you can click from right there and pre-order a copy of the book. I promise you will love it. It's like a white knuckle thrill ride, but you'll also learn a ton. I learned a ton doing the research on this book. There's a lot of eye-opening stuff about technology and engines and war through the 20th century that diesel is sort of right under the surface of so much of what was going on and how the mystery of his disappearance is is unbelievable. So please check it out. Please pre-order. And I promise, promise, promise you will love it. So now turning to our season one recap, we said we'd bring you the world's best writers and we delivered on that promise. The guests we had this season were incredible. And my thanks to all the guests for coming on because we would have these conversations typically in the middle of the afternoon and our guests would come in and have a big heavy drink and then have to stumble home usually prior to dinner time. And also, my list of books to read for this summer has become huge. Some of the books were written by our guests, and others of the books our guests identified as being the works that inspired them. This season, we had conversations with some of the very best in literary fiction, including Amor Tolls, Jennifer Egan, Min Jin Lee, Jess Walter, Emily St. John Mandel. We had the very best of thriller and suspense novelists, Nelson DeMille, Lee Child, Brad Thor, Jack Carr, Joe Nesbo, Joe Cannon, Chris Bojalian and the number one selling writer of all time, James Patterson. We had journalists and nonfiction writers like John Stossel, Anna Quinlan, William Finnegan, Steve Forbes, Dan Abrams, Jay Fielden, Melissa Francis, Douglas Murray. And as a fun fact of the show, the number one most downloaded show of the season, Douglas Murray, just recently edged out Lee Child for the number one spot. So they are 
the one and two shows. Must be something about the British accents. Although Jack Carr is coming on. Douglas Murray has a many weeks head start on Jack Carr. And that episode is a very fun one. He's coming on strong. So we'll see if Jack can edge out Douglas in the coming weeks. We also had writers for TV and film like Craig Mazin, who was showrunner for The Last of Us, and Dennis Lehane, who's been showrunner for a number of shows and also has a great new novel out called Small Mercies. We had writers of a variety of work like David Duchovny, who has a graphic novel out, Kepler, and he's also written several novels as well as episodes of The X-Files. Paulina Poroskova's collection of essays, Rick Springfield's many songs, as well as his memoir and two novels. Penn Jillette showed us new ways of thinking about writing. We had one debut author on the show, Jenny Jackson, who launched right onto the New York Times bestseller list. We had the best in the fantasy category with Diana Gabaldon, Lee Bardugo, and Marlon James. As we've talked about on this show a little bit, it is hard to categorize writers into these different genres for all writers, but Marlon is especially difficult, but we'll, we'll drop him into the fantasy category for now. And lastly, we brought you the golden voice, Scott Brick, the category leader of audiobooks. If you are a fan of audiobooks and a fan of Scott Brick, the other piece of news is that Scott will be doing the narration for The Mysterious Case of Rudolph Diesel. So check that out. This show has been so fun for me. It's a chance to get together with some old friends and, and also to make some new ones, to sample their favorite drinks. My thanks to SiriusXM and to Mike Paco for helping get this show launched and out on the air. And my thanks to all of you for listening. You've made us one of the top shows in all of the arts category. And again, please, I would love to hear from all of you. There's a contact form at douglasbrunt.com, www.douglasbrunt.com. There's a contact form on there, and you can send me your thoughts on the show and any ideas for writers you'd like me to reach out to. Season two will begin in the fall. We're already lining up some bookings, including Scott Turow, who will be coming on as one of our early shows for season two. So looking forward to coming back and doing more shows with you. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great summer. If you enjoyed this podcast, please download, rate, subscribe, write a comment. Let me know the authors you want to hear from. I read all the comments. Thank you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.